Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. Saturday the 17th and Sunday the 18th of September sees Open House Weekend taking place in particular in London and some of the tours will be audio described for blind and partially sighted visitors by Vocalise. And we have with us uh, Toby Davy to tell us a little bit more. Um, Toby, this is uh, not the first time that Vocalise has been involved in the Open House Weekend. Has it been successful in the past? It has been very successful. We did our first pilot tours back in 2007. It's a long time ago now, and they have been incredibly successful, yes. Okay, well, uh, let's look at some of the buildings on offer for uh, people to tour around this time around, and we're starting with the Royal College of General Practitioners. Yes, and there'll be an audio-described guided tour on Saturday the 17th of September, starting at 11am. And the tour will be led by vocalised describer Lonnie Evans with Dr Patricia Wilkie, who was on the Heritage Committee for the college, and also Shan Messenger, who's the archivist at the college. And the building sits on 30 Euston Square. And part of the building dates back to sort of early 1900s. And it was initially commissioned as the headquarters for the London, Edinburgh and Glasgow Assurance Company. And there are some incredible features in the building because the building was listed in the mid-70s. So the building keeps some of those listed areas of the building. So, for example, the entrance hall, which has wonderful fireplace and tiling, and there's wonderful boardrooms within the building, which relate back to those times. But the college has extended the building and has put this amazing glass roof on top of the building and has incorporated all sorts of fantastic new areas. There's a new atria which have been created from old light wells in the building, the old courtyards. Um, there is an uh, auditorium. There's also an uh, examination centre for all the GPs that have to do their exams. But the tour will take people through the old entrance hall up to the fifth floor, the top floor, with this wonderful glass roof, through some of the state rooms which are new and out onto a rooftop garden before then going back down through the building into the examination centre, the members' lounge, and down into the old boardrooms of the building. So it will give people a real sense of the development of the building and how the architects have kept some of the original features but made the building, you know, the college in today. And these tours are audio described, so you're getting a bit of the history of it all as you, as you walk around, but really getting that, that crucial description of what things look like as well to really paint that picture in your mind. Exactly. The describer Lonnie will set the scene for each area of the building, describing the features, so the fireplace, the tiling, the sort of panelling and things like that, and the wood and everything else within the building. And Patricia and Sharon will be giving people a flavour of the sort of background of the development of the building, but also what it's like to be in the building on a day-to-day basis. OK, let's move on then. Next, we're off to One Angel Lane. Yes, One Angel Lane is a new building which was built sort of around 2009-ish. It was completed and it sits on top of what was an old telephone exchange very close to Cannon Street Station on the north side of the River Thames. And the site 
relates back to sort of maritime heritage of the Thames. It was an old sort of port area. And in fact, years and years and years ago, before the embankment was built, the actual area would have been actually under the Thames. (laughs) (laughs) So, for example, on the front of the building, close to the Thames, there's a new sort of walkway, which is known as Angel Passage. And that has two sort of pavilions. And the glass and wood relates back to that maritime heritage. So there's oak, wood, beams, and the glass has a sort of fascia that gives a bit of shading to the offices and the various rooms within the building. But the fascia has been created by taking images of the water and the Thames and the sea and doing a bit of photoshopping and and making a sort of very interesting sort of colour and pattern to the glass. And the audio-described tour will take people from those pavilions through into the building, through the reception area, up onto the 11th floor, which is the highest part of the building, and then down through through to, they've got another sort of conference area and auditorium, but out onto one of the terraces, because the building has three actual sections to it, and because of the line of sight of St Paul's, People have to be able to see St. Paul's, so the building is staggered back from the river. But on these two parts of the building that are near the river, there are wonderful rooftop gardens. They have a vegetable patch out there, water features and things like that. And they even have their own bees as well. Oh, very nice. (laughs) You know you've made it when you have your own bees at work, I think, Toby. Okay, so a bit of a, a maritime theme to that one. Let's move on then and take a look at the Royal National Theatre. People obviously know the Royal National Theatre. It was Dennis Lasden's masterpiece and it has had, over the years, probably very different opinions. It's a bit bit like a Marmite building. People either love it or hate it. But it is an incredible example of, I suppose, modernism and concrete structures. It actually opened in 1976, so it's celebrating 40 years since it opened this year. So they got an architect firm in to have a look, and what they've done is they've opened up some of the areas of the building that were previously sort of maybe not used that well. So on the eastern front of the building where there was an old sort of loading bay, they've put a new cafe and restaurant and a new entrance into the National Theatre, and on the back of the National Theatre, there's a new education centre. And the audio described tour will give you a flavour of Lasden's original building. So we will go through the entrance into the foyer, up onto one of the terraces, which is outside the building, looking back at the construction of the concrete and the fabric of the building, but also through to the new Dorfman Theatre entrance. And within the education centre, there is also the workshops there, and you can go on a walkway, which will enable you to look down into the workshops of the National Theatre, where all the sets are built and the props are made and everything else. So giving people a real sort of behind-the-scenes look at the National Theatre, but also an idea of how the theatre has developed over the years, and especially with this new sort of redesign or re-adding to to the building that the architects did. Okay, one final one to squeeze in, Toby. Uh, We've got Two Temple Place. Two Temple Place is a building very close to Temple Tube Station on, on the north bank of the Thames. And it's a building that was designed by one of the probably the most wealthiest men in the world at the time. He had an estate in England, but Two Temple Place 
was really his estate office. It did have accommodation for him, but it is a wonderful building. No expense was spared on this building. And when we go on the audio described tour, we'll go into the building into his reception, which has wonderful chandeliers and wood panelling within the room, up the mahogany staircase. And because this gentleman was an only child, he was very much into literature and his books and everything else. So on the mahogany staircase, there are carvings of characters from his books that he loves. So, for example, Four Musketeers and up into the gallery there are carvings depicting from some of Shakespeare's plays. And in his study, there are wonderful carvings of characters from literature and art and music. And we will also go into the great hall in this building, which has a hammer beam roof. It has wonderful gilded wooden carving within the building, again depicting characters from various literature, so Robin Hood and Maid Marian and, and Pocahontas and various other characters and stained glass windows as well. So it is a building that is actually full of wonderful carvings, wonderful woodwork, and a lot of very tactile elements mm. as well. These are obviously just four of the buildings that we're discussing, um, Toby. I mean, what's the feedback been like in the past from the audio-described tours? We've had great feedback from blind and partially sighted people. And I think one of the things about buildings and architecture is that they are very tactile, but for people have limited sight the great thing is not only the audio description but the ability to be able to touch part of the buildings and get a sense of the structure the feel of the buildings and for some of the buildings and for some of the buildings this year we will also have some models that people can touch to get a better sense of the Ah. actual structure and shape of the buildings like the sound of that toby um right now if people want to find out more about the audio described tours where do they get the info If people have access to the internet, they can go to our website at vocalise.co.uk and on our homepage there's a news item about open house and in the what's on section of the website there's details about each of the tours. If people don't have access to the internet, they can always give us a call in the office on 020-7375-1043 and we can obviously take their details and put them down on the tours. Tours normally start to build very quickly, and we do get them fully booked out fairly quickly. So if people are interested, I'd advise them to sort of hurry and make their booking. Toby, here's to another successful open house weekend, and thank you for telling us all about it on RNIB Connect Radio. Thank you, Alan. For more downloads like these, visit rnibconnectradio.org.uk slash podcasts.